Hey, this is Brett Miller with NWFA here with Chris Kachik with Green Oak Hardwood Floors out of Ireland. Feel very fortunate that Chris is here with us from overseas and had the opportunity to talk with Chris a little bit. And I really felt it was important to talk with Chris about a couple things. One being how the NWFA is perceived overseas in Ireland, where Chris is from, as well as what the NWFA really means or what the value is that we can bring to you as a professional and what you see as a difference between what NWFA's role is here in the United States versus what the NWFA's role is or could be in in Ireland. Thanks, Brett. So I've signed up to NWFA 10 years ago. I've, at the beginning, I've done installation, sanding and finishing classes. I've done that to just get the better perspective, get the better knowledge and to elevate my skills a little bit and that helped me tremendously and for the past 10 years, I'm every, every two years, I'm uh, either training with NWFA or attending Expo. The reason for that is to, to get that knowledge, to get the edge over to my competitors. Most of them don't won't see value in being a part of the organization like NWFA. The amount of resources, the amount of knowledge, the benefits of being a member of NWFA are huge. Back in back in Ireland, uh, wood flooring fell under carpentry, so technically it's not recognized. We have a very very small resources of of getting a proper uh, installation guidelines, getting a knowledge that relates to our line of business, and being part of NWFA, I, I have access to everything. The the NWFA University, that's also a great source of knowledge. And obviously there are other things like, like marketing. I can, I can market myself as a uh, certified in what I'm doing. And not many people will have that certifications. They, they have years of experience, but guess what? They can install those floors for 20, 30 years and they can still do them wrong. I have something to go by. I have manuals. Uh, and applied knowledge helps me to deliver a better product to, to the end users. So I, I used to be questioned about, about my prices, about my recommendations, questioned by builders, by clients, by insurance companies. Being certified means a lot because uh, it validates what I'm trying to offer to my clients. They can, they can be assured that I'm going by by rules and regulations. Back in 2012, I have attended the inspector school held by NWFA, becoming certified wood flooring inspector. That opened a lot of doors for me. I could go with that certification to local distributors, to manufacturers, to insurance companies, uh, offering them an help in, the, in those situations where, where they run into difficulties and they couldn't draw a conclusion what as for what uh, what caused the, the, the problem in the first place. That gave me a massive edge over my competitors. That validated my uh, my set of skills and knowledge. In Ireland, are there any other certifying bodies or any other organizations similar to what the NWFA does that some of your competitors might utilize the same way you do with us or is NWFA viewed in Ireland similarly as it is here as the overall authority on 
the wood flooring industry? Yes, uh, NWFA is viewed as an uh, authority in the wood flooring industry. On top of that, we also have uh, European laws uh, that we have to stick to. But there is no wood flooring association that could gather all contractors and uh, everybody from the wood flooring industry in, in, in one place. Uh, and that's the huge, that's the biggest value that's, that, that the NWFA brings to, to everybody from the industry. It, it gathers everybody together. They can communicate. They, can, they, 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 they speak the same language. They can help each other. They can promote each other. That's what's missing in Ireland. There is no unification. Uh, there is there's a lack of that flooring community being present what is the population in Ireland? When we, when we think of Ireland, we think of Europe in general. Every country is very unique. Every country has a different population. Many of the countries speak different languages. I know you said you're originally from Poland. Is that right? That's correct, yes. When I'm thinking of the flooring market, the wood flooring market in Ireland, I guess I don't know how to compare it. I've moved from Poland 15 years ago and I decided to relocate to beautiful Ireland. Language barrier was the biggest challenge that I faced, but getting up to speed with, uh, with, with that, I got into wood flooring industry, which is, which is very unique because you, you have to realize that Ireland is a very small country. The total population is less than 5 million. That creates like a microclimate for, for business, for everything else. The, the flooring industry is slightly more specific. You, you wouldn't compare that to, to what you have in the U.S. Uh, the European flooring industry is way different than, than the American industry is. When, when I've started my business, I've done a lot of nail-down installations but uh, the last time I've done a nail-down installation was about seven years ago. Everything is glued down. Uh, we're talking about uh, white plank floorings. 90% of that, uh, we're talking about engineered material. There, There is a need for every type of flooring possible. So, uh, like, I found my niche. So we, for example, we specialize in uh, parquet flooring, some custom installations uh, on-site, custom finishing. But majority of the market... It's about factory-finished floors from across the Europe, from really good and reputable brands. What's also unique about Ireland is uh, the, the, the climate. Uh, you have to know it's a small island, and uh, the, that brings completely different challenges uh, as compared to the continental Europe. And that's what NWFA helped me with as well, because like you have a different climate in Florida, you have different climate in Washington State, and different climate in Arizona. So uh, like Irish climate is also very unique, and you need to know how to go about it. You need to know how to acclimatize those products. You need to know how to do that installation. Sometimes slightly different way than uh, than, than 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 the overall European approach would be. I could imagine that you see and have seen some major variances in climate from Poland to Ireland in the way the temperature and humidity conditions can be maintained uh, both exterior as well as interior. And I'm sure that was a big learning curve and a challenge for you going from one region to another. Similarly to the United States, as you mentioned, going from Florida up to Washington State, both coastal, both on the ocean, both humid, but totally different climates. And then you throw in a, an Arizona where it's completely dry. As I've 
discovered much of Europe has just about as much variation from one country to another in terms of the climates and the elevations and everything else that goes from one to another. Oh, yes. And nothing would be as messed up as an Arizona is, but uh, <laughs> but the uh, d- right. differences, differences are there, right? So uh, uh, you have that kind of a more dry climate. Uh, continental climate but then when you head west to England or, or Ireland in, in, in particular then the climate change is drastic and you need to know how to approach those jobs to make sure that uh, the end result is superb and there is no callbacks and no issues with the, with the product that you that you that you're selling that you're offering to your clients you say you have specific laws in Ireland that that may affect the installation of a wood floor or or the entire trade of wood flooring um, being that it's listed under it's carpentry right that's right yeah being that it was listed under the carpentry trade skilled trade what kinds of laws differ from where you're at in comparison to what you've seen here, or what might be unique that you may deal with that somebody here isn't familiar with? The common uh, wood flooring laws and the common practice is that you would stick with uh, whatever is in the carpentry guidelines. Those the, the, the information there is quite vague, so uh, what you have to do is you have to go by uh, manufacturing guidelines. Uh, again, in the past, the manufacturing guidelines have been quite vague as well. So uh, when I start digging into it, trying to, to, to get as much information as possible, uh, then I came across the NWFA installation guidelines. And uh, getting the information from those guidelines helped me tremendously to, 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 to build my knowledge, uh, understanding of wood, which is, which is critical, is, is the key aspect of any wood flooring installation. We have European laws, so if you, if you dig for the information, information is there, but because there is no association, uh, that information is quite buried. You need to do a lot of research to get to that information. And uh, the, the, the biggest benefit of having the association would be the, the easy access for everybody. And as, as everywhere, uh, everywhere else, you have a good manufacturers and you have a bad manufacturers. So uh, those good ones, they, they have the information there for you. But there's a lot of those not so great manufacturers and they, they won't give you the, the information that you require. And then... Uh, Ultimately, you can end up in the in the shed. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> that's right. And I guess that's one of the things that is universal is wood and how wood reacts. I mean, it's going to react based on its environment, regardless of where you're at. It becomes multilingual when it goes across the country lines or across the world. It means the same to everybody, whether you're in a unique climate like Arizona or, or very humid like Ireland or in the frigid parts of, of Russia. I think it is a universal voice that's stated and that sounds like one of the biggest reasons that you've found value in, in leaning on our guidelines and our instruction, our, our training programs. I've seen the work that you do at some of our schools and it is top notch. I wonder from never being in your part of Europe, how is the skill, the, the, the craftsmanship in, in your neck of the woods? We all deal with the bottom end, but I could only imagine in Europe across the board, the history, the, the craftsmanship that you see, the old 
old world European floors that so many try to strive to, to recreate. Is there a high quality of craftsmanship that's out there that represents a similar mindset to what you bring and what you've brought to to your presence within NWFA? So the whole Europe is kind of fractured. You have a separate as flooring association in each country, each individual country, and whether it's Polish uh, Parquet Flooring Association, whether it's a German association, they have top-notch standards out there. Then uh, if, you, if we go uh, to Ireland, there's no association there. 15, 20 years ago, there was a lot of solid floors imported from Canada and from US into Ireland. At the moment, products imported from Canada and Ireland are in a single-digit share market the reason for that is that there was not enough knowledge. There's a lot of failed floors, a, mm. a lot of problems, and the distributors realize that uh, they, they, they have a great product, but they, don't, they, they, they can't sell that product without uh, having a lot of uh, problems with that product because the lack of, lack of training, lack of education, lack of information uh, among the installers. So they, they all switched into engineered material. At the moment, full solid products are kind of a niche products, and that's where I found my piece of market, because uh, I have information, I'm skilled, I have a knowledge, I know how to deal with the solid timber, and most of my competitors wouldn't have that knowledge. Uh, they, they just, there's too much risk involved, so they, they prefer to stick with engineered material. That makes sense. And I think we see the same trends here in the United States. Engineered flooring has taken the majority of, of our industry. Uh, and it's a good thing in a lot of ways. And it's also allowed a lot of people like yourself to find that niche of focusing on solid material and site finishing material, which is an art and a craft that will never go away because wood can always be refinished. I think there's a, a timeless beauty to that. There's still a lot of a uh, lot of people out there that are dying to get that good solid floor in their homes, but they struggle finding the the, the right craftsmanship. They, they they struggle to get the get the good information how to how to get that floor in. That's primarily because uh, the, the, there is a lack of that association that could bring the information in and have that information readily available to everybody it's not because at the end of the day it's not only installers but consumers require that information as well and they miss that information that makes sense with a part of your business is being an inspector you say you've been an inspector since 2012 there's always a need for an inspector there's always a need for somebody who's considered more educated or more of a subject matter expert on the topic to come in and identify what may have caused a problem, what may have caused a floor to fail. We see the same thing that you mentioned about wood floors being improperly installed or more importantly, wood floors being improperly sold to a situation where it may not be designed to perform. And obviously the inspectors that we certify, um, we, we, require a lot of them when it comes to what it means to become an inspector and to maintain their certification for all of the reasons that we just mentioned that we just talked about. But when you're doing a wood floor inspection, when you're promoting yourself as 
a certified wood floor inspector in your market. Is it a challenge for you to see the failed floors and the improper installations that may have caused those failed floors, knowing that it's not just a poor installation, but it's also a bad name for the wood floor industry when you see something that's failed? Is that something that you see as a a real challenge to overcome in your market? And if so, how do you address that with your contracting side of the business in terms of what you install and how you sell yourself as a professional? If I have to compare the, the, the North American market to, to Irish market, I have to say that there is more common sense in Ireland. So you don't have as many uh, disputes about failed floors between uh, end users and installers. But guess what? Uh, those 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 problems happen everywhere. Sooner or later, I'm I, I'm I'm get, I'm being involved in the disputes, and I have to help uh, all involved parties to resolve the, the 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 issue. Inspection, whether I would have to carry inspection here in the states or in Ireland, uh, if I apply the National Wood Flooring Association standards, I can. Uh, I can carry that inspection to the same degree everywhere. Once you learn how to do it properly, it helps. And uh, whether it's in Ireland or in in the States, uh, you will carry that inspection in the same way. When I've qualified as a certified wood flooring inspector, it opened a lot of doors for me. So uh, I've introduced myself to all distributors, uh, some manufacturers as well to help them overcome the problems that they have to face uh, running their businesses. That helped my business a lot because they, they portray me as a uh, guy who knows what he's talking about. Uh, I'm the go-to guy for architects, for interior designers, for distributors as well, because they, they, they know that with uh, certifications that I have, uh, they, can, they can trust me, they can rely on my opinion. You know what I love, Chris, is what you've done with certifications is the epitome of what we preach about what certifications mean. We're a trade association. We represent the entire industry, the entire supply chain within the industry. We certify individuals, which means they meet a minimum standard. They meet the high standard that we've put in place to earn these certifications. One of the things that makes certification unique is that it is a marketing tool. It's the tool that you use the way you want to use it. And what you use it for in your market is a marketing tool. It's a huge marketing tool. Uh, What certification I've done to me, to my business. I, I can't put the price tag on it. It's 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 just priceless. I've done inspector classes not to become an inspector in the first place. I've done the classes the school to 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 elevate my knowledge to to the next level. Uh, what that done to me is, let's say, if I get the phone call tomorrow and I have to go to uh, do a site assessment meet the client I'm not going there as an installer anymore I'm go- well I'm going there to sell my product to offer my services but I'm looking at that job site from completely different angle I'm identifying the possible problems that can occur on that site post installation so I'm, I'm I'm addressing everything from different angle and that's what what brings my business up because I I can offer uh, skills and knowledge and expertise uh, 
that my competitors don't have. That's what that's what certification is about. I didn't qualify as a certified wood flooring inspector to become an inspector immediately. I've seen that as an add-on, like an additional value that I can bring to my clients. And at the end of the day, we are there to help our clients. And if I can help my clients by bringing a different set of skills to the table, that's that's a win-win situation for everybody. I couldn't agree more. And I love that mindset because that's exactly what the program's about. It's great to have the, the clout to say you're certified and to know that you've been qualified by the trade organization that sets the standards for the industry. But to use certification the way you are is exactly what it was intended for. It's that validation of skill set, but more importantly, it's how you use it as a marketing tool. It's key to be able to take your qualifications and allow that to build your business and ultimately to make you money. That's what that's what business is about. To be so unique in your country where you're likely the only one who is certified as an installer and as and an inspector and sand and finisher, that's a value. That's something that you sell. And as long as you can sell that to your customers, you can't put a price tag on the comfort level that, that comes with knowing that somebody is that qualified. When I was in Denver, I was the only certified inspector, installer, and sand and finisher in the, in the entire state back when I was out there and, and active as an inspector and an installer. And I sold the heck out of that. I priced myself up and above my competition because of that. So it's great to see that it's across the pond you're doing the same thing. Yes, yeah, so clients' expectations are high everywhere, right? So uh, that's that's on one side. On another side, in Ireland, uh, end users' confidence with wooden floors uh, is constantly going down. Reason for that: lack of proper knowledge, lack of certified installers, uh, and too many failures with uh, with wooden floor products. That certification gives you an edge. You know, I'm, go- I'm going to a client, when they look at my certifications, uh, they immediately become confident that, oh, this is the guy who knows what he's talking about. This is the guy who will deliver and I won't have a problem with my floor as my neighbors or my, my relatives had in the past. That's a massive edge over my competitors that I have. So is it a marketing tool? Huge marketing tool for me it helped me to build my business gradually to to that really really high level that we are at now i can only sing the praises about uh, what nwfa done to me and to my business if you could give advice to anybody coming into this industry or anybody who's maybe new to the industry relatively new maybe they've been in our trade for a few years and are realizing this is really some hard work or maybe this is not making them the money that they want, or maybe they just have other aspirations. Um, if you could give advice to somebody that's in those shoes, what would it be? Well, if it's a, if, let's say it's a guy who wants to start a wood flooring contracting business in Ireland, right? What options they have? They can, they can educate themselves by uh, going through tones of literature, uh, by talking to manufacturers, distributors, they can sign to German Wood Flooring Association if they can speak German language, right? Alternatives, there is a British Wood Flooring Association 
which which was set up with the great help of National Woodworking Association. Or they can buy a ticket and go across the pond and uh, meet the guys that speak their language. And I'm not talking about the English language. I'm talking about the trade language. Because when you when you meet a bunch of guys that are doing exactly the same thing, that are facing exactly the same problems as, as, as you are uh, on the day-to-day running business, what, what else could you wish for? Just buy that ticket, go attend those classes, and I can guarantee you that you, you're going to be suck up like, like, I've, like it happened to me 10 years ago. And I love coming here every year, every, every two years, as I do at the moment, to get the, the knowledge to the next level. And we love seeing you here every two years. We wish it could be more often. At some point, we will uh, likely be making a larger impact in Europe. We have some great relationships over there. We also understand, as you mentioned earlier, it is somewhat of a fragmented area, if not by language, by culture, and by borders. Uh, But it's something that I think we have some great members in 54 countries across this world. And the more we can get into those countries and the more we can expand our presence on an international scale, the stronger it is for the industry. And as you said, the, the better it is for our trade, which is what it's all about. Yeah. Well, Chris, thank you so much for your time. It's thank great you. seeing you. And uh, great to be here. really appreciate all your wisdom and insight. Thanks very much. Thank you. Thank you.